what your um, what your soothing mechanism is. Like, what is the thing that you use to create a supportive environment for yourself? And where do you go when things get tough? So as usual, we're going to take a moment to take a couple breaths and just invite ourselves into our body, into this space. enter the practice. So leaning back in your chair, begin to soften the shoulders, relax the eyes, and inhale through the nose. Begin to fill the chest and the abdomen. Begin to Slowly feel the skin stretch rather than the muscles tighten. And really fill that space within. Take your time. And when you're ready, feel free to exhale, blowing through your mouth at a slow pace, tightening the core at the bottom and relaxing into that space. Building on that breath. Now that your shoulders are relaxed, tilt the, the neck, the spine back. So what we're trying to do is, like blocks, put the sh your neck on your shoulders. So I know that sounds really funny and almost obvious, but for so many of us, we sit with our, our head leans forward. A lot of this comes from being on a phone a lot. So just lean, lean the neck back. Something that really helps here is to tilt the chin forward ever so slightly and just lean your head back. Now, we're trying to find alignment in the spine. So just if you were lining up the spine, that use that as your guide. And then again, lean the shoulders back, lean the entire alignment, the entire spine back. And then from this place, begin to breathe again. We're gonna inhale here, an intentional breath, inhaling through the nose, filling that space. And then softly exhaling when you're ready. One more, inhaling through the nose. Building on that breath, filling the belly, the chest, relaxing the eyebrows, the ears, Notice the necessity to shift in your chair. And then softly exhale when you're ready. The 
Beautiful. So today we're gonna, we're gonna talk a little bit about healing, as we always do, um, and self-regulating. So it's so important to notice in life, what makes you feel alive? I talked about this a couple weeks ago, the concept of like when we're organizing a room, and I'm sure after Purim, a lot of you have felt this, um, so much comes out, the costumes come out. Um, my son was saying every appliance came out of, uh, out of the closet. Um, we're exchanging gifts and foods and the entire house becomes covered in this amazing experience that we enjoy once a, once a year. What happens is, is it takes some time to clean up. But as everything is out, um, we begin to like, I mean, I know in my house at least, I, you just have to start climbing over things because there's boxes everywhere, there's goodies everywhere, there's just items of clothing because people are changing up their costumes and makeup comes out and the glitter comes out and we start climbing over things, right? The table is covered in all sorts of, an assortment of, uh, of goodies. What happens is we start navigating ourselves around what's going on, right? The chaos. Now, that's a positive chaos. Um, but, but if we're looking at it from an internal space, when things begin to create roadblocks, as do physical roadblocks, for a lot of us, we start learning to move around it to the point that we're unsure what a smooth path or flow actually looks like. So back to the perm, the perm um, clutter. Um, so what happens is, is, yes, we know what our house looks like, let's say Arab Shabbos, when things are clean and we can get around. But when there are these roadblocks like um, Purim where, you know, things are all over, what happens is, is we begin to just improvise, right? And create a space where we navigate around, around life itself. So now we're going to go into the internal stuff and how self-soothing comes into this and the support. So for so many of us, we have this inner desire, this inner passion, this inner alignment, this inner vision of what and who you are fully. Turning that caterpillar into butterfly, you know the things that infuse life into you. We all have this natural expression. And then life enters. And life enters creating roadblocks. Not negatively, necessarily. But creating this space where 
we begin to alter who we are to be able to walk through life itself. The challenges with that is then we begin to look for something to soothe us because we are not in a place where we are feeling completely ourselves. I talk about the concept of Yerushimaim sometimes. And the way that I describe it, and again, I don't know if this is the real definition, but for me, the way I was able to relate to it was when you think about somebody you respect, when you think of an artist or a holy person or a mentor, somebody that you really enjoy being in their company. What happens when we sit with that person is we are naturally our best self. Nobody has to create a long list of rules of how you have to behave around this person because part of the gravitation towards that person is being able to accept who we are fully. That person sitting in that person's presence, there's almost like that person gives us permission to feel who we are fully and completely. It's like it opened a door and all of a sudden you can see your entire self. It's almost like the concept of the Arhaganus. Hashem created this beautiful, beautiful light and he had to hide some of it because it was too bright, it was too much. But the concept of this light was that you'd be able to see from one end of the world to the other. Lahavdil is like the concept of the internet where you're able to literally enter a portal and discover many things. But coming back to that thought of the Arnaganas, what happens in that light, which for so many of us is hard to attain or even imagine, is that we can really see. We can stop looking and see. But the concept is, is that we can see ourselves completely. When we're around somebody that makes us feel comfortable, we don't have to start shaving parts of ourselves off we step into our light and we enter it in a space where we feel completely warm and comfortable in that space. And we stop climbing over these roadblocks. They just clear. They automatically just clear. So we're gonna go through a process here for a moment. I'm gonna ask you to take a moment to think about one of your, one of the things that 
you miss about yourself, okay? Think about something, a piece of yourself that you might have had to give up or sacrifice to live the life you're living now. So just take a moment, just notice how that feels. And if you need that support, feel free to take your hand and place it on your chest for that support. Lean back into your experience, lean back. Take a deep breath in. Inhale. And just step into that space where you're thinking about this thing that used to be part of your life or make you feel completely yourself. Rather than thinking about what stopped you from going there, we're gonna enter a space where we're gonna clear it. So just like we started this space where we're like Purim and this stuff all over and us navigating around it, we're gonna take a moment to clear that roadblock. Now, rather than give that roadblock a visual we're just going to imagine something and remove it, okay? So you can use the hand as support on your chest if you need or any other kind of support. And we're gonna take a moment to inhale here. Inhale through the nose. Enter the chest area. Feel that warmth within the heart. And we're gonna step with that energy, our own personal energy, and we're going to descend to the grounding of earth itself, the soil, the depth. So feel free to use the elevator visual if you need, descending in an elevator all the way down to Middle Earth. The doors open, you step out, and notice the visual. And just notice if you see a cave or a tree whatever it is that you are imagining from a nature perspective. And imagine a chair here. It's made of that thing that you left behind or you've had to sacrifice. I want you to go to that chair and I want you to sit on it. And I want you to ask yourself how it feels to have the support of that piece of you what is the chair made of? Sit back and take one deep inhale.
begin to invite all the sensations of support back into your body, back into your own light. from the chair and the support. And when you feel you've had enough or you've taken in enough, stand up and walk towards the elevator and enter that space knowing that you can always come back. You can always come back. the elevator. We're going to go all the way up, passing the heart, going all the way up to reach for the crown energy, for this light energy. Going to the Arhaganas energy that we talked about before. The space where you could see from one end of the world to the other, where you can see yourself your whole self, see right through yourself, that clarity, where no part of yourself has to hide. And like the sun, just enjoy its light, its warmth, the brightness, allow it to envelop you. And when you're ready, you can descend back into the heart center. And softly open your eyes. And ask yourself if that roadblock has cleared. Take a deep breath here. Inhale through the nose, fill the belly and the chest. Softening the fingertips. Exhaling softly. So back to the topic. What is your self-soothing mechanism? So when you're looking at it from this perspective, it's very different than if you're looking at it from the perspective of where we began class, of what is your survival, right? When we think of a self-soothing mechanism, we think of in a healthy environment, we think of something that is here to support us, something that is part of us, a space we go back to that helps ground us, a place we go back to where we're able to see ourselves completely. And this is this finding and discovering and designing a self-soothing mechanism for yourself is a really, really important thing in life at any stage. In truth, your home should be that sanctuary. It should be that safe space for yourself. It should be that healing environment. For a lot of us, we live with a lot of people. <laughs> 
So when we're living with a lot of people and there's the traffic, it's a little bit more difficult to initiate that space because people are constantly entering. So when you're creating a, a self-soothing mechanism, it's important to ask to make sure that whatever that is, if it's an activity or if it's a if it, it if it's a, a space that it's just designed just for you. It's like your Kodesh Kodeshim, right? Like your space. And just like with the the Kohen Gadol, it has to be a space where you can enter being completely transparent with yourself, sit within yourself and completely connect. So we take small steps, like a simple cup of, like a hot drink or a walk or a meditation. You buy yourself a candle or some nice flowers. And the thing you do is you make a deal with yourself. You tell yourself, every time I see this, every time I'm sitting in this space, this is my Kaddish Kajim. This is my soothing mechanism. This is a space where I'm creating that I have, I have to give myself that permission to be completely myself in that space. This is a supportive space for me. where no part of myself gets shut off and I'm not afraid of my own power. You know, power is given a very negative um, connotation. But the thing is that power in itself is, is just an energy. We are the facilitators of that energy. So it's how we navigate that power. And especially for women, that power is there to charge you. It's there to flow through you. It's there to create life within. Because life is birthed through you. It comes through you. Light, shrina, that araganas, that beautiful, beautiful light comes through you into this world. You can't be afraid of it. No one said it had to be loud or obnoxious or aggressive. For a lot of us, when we think of power, we think of a masculine sense of power. We think of swords and shields and loud noise. But the most efficient sense of power is soft. It's gentle. And for so many of us, we're so afraid of entering our power, myself included, because we're not sure how to navigate it. But it's, it's, it's as simple as leaning back into yourself 
and just allowing yourself to feel completely. Just give yourself that time to feel yourself completely. Fill with breath, fill with that oxygen, fill fully. It was funny because um, somebody shared this picture that I have right behind. I'm gonna move the camera so you can see it more. That picture is a picture of a pelvis, a female pelvis and a picture of a butterfly. And for me, it was very significant because for so many of us, we're just so afraid of opening up ourselves to ourselves, right? We're not talking about necessarily even sharing it with the world, but create a space where you feel you can completely be yourself in your own environment. So with that, I will close. And thank you so much for joining me in this experience today. This practice is always available to you to build and nurture yourself. It's here as a support system as well. So move slow, move softly, move powerfully. And thanks again. I'll open it up now. If anyone has anything they'd like to share, if you have any comments or questions, the floor is yours. It's a little muffled, Devairi. Hold on, I'm gonna make the music a little bit quieter so we can, um, so I'll be able to hear you better. Sorry, just give me a second here. Okay, try again. Thank you so much, can you hear me now? I can hear, I can hear. Thank you so much for the meditation. So grounding. I specifically love the butterfly. So, so beautiful, the pelvis and the butterfly. When you zoomed in and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is awesome beyond. Yeah. 